Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Uh, this is serious. This is important stuff. This is very. This is a very big deal. They're going to ruin Battlestar Galactica. I don't know what you're thinking. It's like, hey, hasn't that show been over for a really long time? Just how does it matter? No, it's a big deal. It's important stuff, and I'm, I'm gonna get into it. Welcome to the newest episode of SDW Super Dario World. So this, <laughs> I know this is ridiculous, this is stupid, this is silly. By the way, for those of you, I, I, I was watching, I was waiting for the end of the football game. I think it's over now. I, I'm pretty sure it's over. And uh, for those of you who care, the, the Giants lost. So Thor's going to be miserable tomorrow and it's going to be hysterical. But that's, you know what, we're not going to make fun of him at all, whatsoever. Totally. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm having some issues with this particular story. It's one of those stories that as soon as you read it, you're like, ah! And then you read again, and you're like, ah! And then you read more, and you're like, ah! <laughs> but before I get into it, let me just give you a quick reminder that any comments, questions, or suggestions, you can find me at Dario the Show on Instagram and at Super Dario World. Also, live streaming, um, aiming for every day. Yesterday, I couldn't do it. Just uh, life got on the way. I had to go down to Mexico. Uh, but Twitch and on YouTube, you can find me at Super Dario World. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. It really helps me out. Anyway, what's up? Uh, Let's get into this. I think there, there you go. So there's um, there's a little TV show out there. It came out in the well, it came out in the, in the 70s, but then a reboot came out in the early 2000s called Battlestar Galactica. Now, I don't care about the original one. I care about the reboot, the early 2000s one. It is one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Uh, it's in my top three of the greatest sci-fi TV shows of all time. It is. Uh, in a fight with, at least for me, for for me, my personal taste, it's in a fight with Firefly, Fringe, Battlestar Galactica. All right, Bears beat Battlestar Galactica. All right, it is one of my favorite shows of all time. It is sci-fi at its finest. I actually recently started rewatching certain episodes. It is great. Uh, I personally like it from beginning to end. Uh, it, the beginning is is one of the greatest beginnings of, of any sci-fi show of all time. It puts humanity in one of the most distressing situations of all time. It has one of the most terrifying enemies of all time. Fucking Cylons. Fracking Cylons, I'm sorry. Fracking Cylons, all right? Uh, basically, robots, right? It's kind of like t- Terminator in space, you know? Skynet in space. It is, except worse, because... Uh, well, I, 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 I won't get into spoilers and all that stuff, but uh, the beginning is great. Uh, the ending... A lot of people don't like it. I loved it. I thought it was perfect. And it ended in a way that you... They, honestly, they didn't they didn't leave any room for anything to go anywhere. I, I mean, I guess they could have if they really wanted to, but they didn't need to. And honestly, it would have just ruined the legacy of the show, probably. It, it was it, it, it ended at the right time, the right place, at the right everything. So, for a few years now, Universal Studios has been working on, a plan, on the plans of making a Battlestar Galactica film. And since, as I mentioned, the story had been all wrapped up, this probably would have been a reboot of the whole story. 
Now, I know what you're thinking. Eh, a reboot of Battlestar Galactica doesn't sound that terrible. And you know what? Let me just give you like a quick contest of what, what the, how the show starts. So, uh, there's a... Uh, humans have 12 colonies in space. And they're named Pycon, Caprica, uh, Tauron. Basically, the 12, uh, the, the 12 zodiac signs. That each, each one is a colony. And so, they created... Uh, uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, basically, they created Terminators, and but here they're called Cylons. And the Cylons decided we're not going to listen to you humans, and they got in a war with them, and they won. So the Cylons basically left. They they made a peace agreement, and the Cylons uh, just vanished out into space. Years go by, and after never hearing from the Cylons or not hearing anything from the Cylons, the Cylons one day show up again, and it turns out that they've created the technology or they they discovered a way to make cylons that look completely like humans like almost indistinguishable from humans and so via the humanoid cylons they have infiltrated uh, the military and basically explode uh well they sabotage uh military vessels and they blow up all of the humans nukes and basically they kill they kill 99.9 percent of humanity at that time at, at 12 of the colonies so this is the story of the Battlestar Galactica, the ship called the Battlestar Galactica. Now, the Battlestar Galactica is the last operating ship from the first Cylon War, and it's basically the analog ship. You know, all the other ones are digital. This one's analog. It's kind of off the grid. That's why they weren't hacked. That's why it was able to survive. And it is humanity's last line of defense against the Cylons. And it they humanity is in dire straits again 99.9 percent of humanity has been destroyed the situation it's just about survival you're running for your life it is a great great situation because they deal with the the things that they have to deal with they deal with it in a very real very pragmatic way they have to deal with so many issues that actually affect us today but they're they're taken to the extreme it is phenomenal i cannot recommend it more like i said i recently rewatched the the first two episodes and i re-fell in love with it and i honestly th- this story could not have come out at a better time because I, I have it really fresh in my mind so that's how the story begins right that is the beginning that is the setup the the rest of the uh, the, the rest of the show is basically them trying to survive it's survival against uh terminators in space pretty much and they some of them look like like humans, and so they 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 don't know who has infiltrated them. So there's there's always this this thing about am I going crazy or not? Uh, because some some Cylons don't know they're Cylons because they haven't been activated yet. So they might be sleeper agents. Uh, some of them have gone through massive trauma, so they're not sure if they're going crazy. Also, space kind of makes you crazy. It is a great show. Again, I cannot stress this enough. The most important, if there's only one thing that you're gonna get out of this particular episode is that it's a great show, and you should watch it. Um, I'm not sure where it's streaming, but I highly recommend it. In fact, you know what? Buy it. I, it's one of those shows that you want to keep in your life forever, at least. I I, I love it so much. I, I have the board game, okay? Not only do I have the board game, I bought all the expansions because it's a great fucking board game. Anyway, so that's the premise of the show. And if they wanted to reboot something similar, I don't think it's needed. Honestly, it's one of those things that it was well, so well-made uh, and it aged well. It, it aged well. For a, TV, for a sci-fi TV show from the early 2000s, it aged really well. Um, it's, it's, it's like the Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings, you don't need a remake. You don't need a reboot. Just leave it alone. Just let it be. But a TV, a movie with that premise doesn't sound bad. Imagine, imagine Terminator but in space. 
that would be a great that would be a great movie or a movie about the original Cylon War. That would be great. I, I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Leave the other stuff alone though. I don't I don't like that it's going to be a reboot. So when I first heard of this, I was like, okay, okay, I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right, all right. Then um, issues started to happen. Now, I, I'm not a big fan of reboots, right? To be honest, I'm not a big fan of reboots in general, uh, even though I'm a fan of this one that's technically a reboot. So I'm not a fan of reboots of things that I like. There you go. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of reboots of things that I like and that I don't feel like they need to change. But I understand that sometimes you might get something that's better. Doesn't always happen. It's rare. It's bizarre. But sometimes it's enjoyable. For example, uh, Jurassic World. It's kind of a reboot. I did not think we needed it. I felt like that story was fine. But I wanted to see more dinosaurs. And I enjoyed watching more dinosaurs. And Chris Pratt was hysterical. Bryce Dallas Howard was hysterical. And so I was like, all right, fine. I I can accept it. It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't mess with the original. It doesn't affect all the other characters. It's fine. It was actually more a sequel. But whatever. Technically called a reboot. Whatever. Um, There's stuff that it's fine. In, uh, the the Star Trek reboot, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the Star Trek reboot. So we we really did. Did we need it? I don't know. I, I never clamored for it, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, Wrath uh, uh, Into Darkness. I love that movie. I thought it was great. It's probably my favorite Star Trek movie. So point is, I'm adaptable. However, when nurse news first came out of this movie, like I said, I was ah. Uh, why are we messing with things? The, the story was fine. Just don't touch it. The story's fine. Also because it's not guaranteed that it's a reboot. So it, they might just be fucking things up. Uh, but uh, then they announced who the writer was going to be. And that's when I got concerned. And it's one of those things where, uh, like I said, at the beginning of this, when when I first saw it, uh, it's going to be written by, ah! <laughs> no! And the writer is a man named Jay Bazu. Now, if you've never heard of him, it's probably because he sucks. But he wrote the script. Well, probably the biggest movie that he wrote is The Girl in the Spider's Web. Now, for those of you who don't know what that movie is, it's because it's a terrible fucking movie. Now, I'm actually a fan of The Girl. and uh, It's from the from uh, from the the millennial the millennium series, uh, which is the girl with the dragon tattoo books. I like the Fincher movie. The David Fincher movie is actually pretty good with Daniel Craig, Rooney Mara. Um, the Swedish version, different. You, I mean, it's they're not on par with David Fincher as a filmmaker, but it has more. It's more. It's a mini series, so it's it's different. Uh, but I enjoyed that too. I'm a fan of the book. I actually read the books, and the books are pretty good. And when I read The Girl in the Spider's Web, I thought that was the... Because it... All right, so here's how it worked. The original writer, uh, he did not finish writing the original series because he died. And so his kid finished up the books for him. Afterward, and so the, 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 the trilogy was done. I think it's Girl the, Girl the Dragon Tattoo, Girl Who Played With Fire, and uh, Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest. And, and it was done. Then came out, uh, I believe it's The Girl in the Spider's Web. And I thought that was one of the best books in the series. Probably my favorite book in the whole series. I loved it. They hired somebody else to write it, and they just kept using the same characters, the main characters. I loved that that book from beginning to end. It was a great book. And so, um, yeah, I, I was very excited when they announced they were going to make a movie out of it. I saw the movie. It had nothing to do with the fucking book. It was terrible. They took out all the best parts from the book, all the intrigue, all the... AI stuff, all the things that had to do with AI, and they just butchered it. It sucked. It was a terrible movie. And so when they announced that that dude was who 
who butchered. Listen, you know how stupid you have to be to fuck up an adaptation of a book? The story's already written. The dialogue's already written. All you have to do is adapt it. You don't even have to be original in your stuff. All you have to do is understand the story, understand what makes it great, make sure you keep those things in, and not fuck up. He fucked it up. So, you know, if he can't do it with a book, I really do not trust him with one of the greatest and most iconic sci-fi franchises of all time. But uh, they announced it was going to be that guy, and like I said, my reaction was, ah! Then it's just been announced that that dude axed. So, I know what you're thinking. Ah! Good news! Yay! Not so fast. Universal has just announced that they have hired a new writer who will also work as producer. This man's name is Simon Kinberg. And I know what you're thinking. That kind of sounds familiar. Because uh, he's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Let's go through his IMDb real quick. So, I'm just going to switch here to the big screen. And we're going to move over to his IMDb. Simon Krimberg, you can see him all the way up top. And he is the... I'll, I'll just read some of the titles that he's written. Probably... All right, let's start with Triple X State of the Union. This is the one not with Vin Diesel, which is mediocre. Let's say mediocre. Not, not bad for first try, right? Then he wrote Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which is a decent movie. Then he kind of took over the X-Men franchise. And so the X-Men... Uh, what, what is it? Uh, Days of Future Past, uh, X-Men The Last Stand, uh, First Class, Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix. All of those were written by him. And here's the kicker. The Fantastic Four, the, the, the version that was terrible and what most people consider to be one of the worst superhero movies of all time, if not the worst superhero movie of all time, the 2015 version that had Kate Mara and uh, what's this dude's name? Michael B. Jordan in it. That movie. He wrote it. So this dude has written some of the worst fucking films I've seen in my life. Dark Phoenix. I still have nightmares from. <laughs> uh, I don't do it. I, I, I hated it from beginning to end. Uh, Apocalypse was not as bad. Honest, I'll, I'll give you this. Apocalypse was terrible. Disgustingly bad. Horrible, horrible movie. Still not as bad as Dark Phoenix. And the Dark Phoenix was still not as bad as Fantastic Four. So that's this dude's resume. That's his resume. And this is the guy that got tapped to write and produce one of my favorite franchises of all time. One of the greatest franchises of all time, sci-fi. Again, my reaction as soon as I saw that was, Ah! No! Why? Now, I'm hoping... Now, this movie, obviously, if it's been two years and nothing's advanced, it's because it's in production hell. And if it's been in production hell, it's probably because the writer sucked and he couldn't think of anything or they couldn't agree on whatever they were doing or the cast didn't want to return or they couldn't decide or they couldn't find a director because the director who's smart is like, I'm not going to fucking touch that. But some of them are going to be like, oh, I want money and I'll do it. But then the point is production hell. It happens. It happens a lot. And so my hope is that this movie stays in production hell. I hope it. I hope it with all my heart. Because I do not trust this man. I do not trust Simon Kinberg with Battlestar Galactica. He ruined X-Men. Like, he killed the X-Men, all right? A franchise, a film franchise that was mediocre but financially successful. He killed it. He butchered it. So, don't trust this guy. Do not like him as a writer. He's not good at all. But let me read you a statement from him. So, this is, again, from Kinberg, the new writer and producer of Universal's Battlestar Galactica. Here you go. 
Battlestar Galactica is one of the holy grails in science fiction, and I couldn't be more excited about bringing something new to the franchise, while honoring, what is made, while honoring what's made it so iconic and enduring. I'm so grateful that Dylan and my partners and Universals have trusted me with this incredible universe. So, I mean, there's a lot to dissect there. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to tell you straight up. No! No, 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 no. This is a terrible idea. Again, Battlestar Galactica is a highly complex, highly complicated, highly brutal story. None of his work has been anything like that. It's been simple, straightforward, boring, all right? Stupid. He doesn't understand the characters that he writes. If it's a big cast, he kind of forgets about the other characters and he focuses on one and it's still fucking terrible, all right? This is uh, way, it is so far out of his league. So far out of his league. At least that's what his body of work has, has proven up to this point. And that is the feeling that I get and I want to trust him with it. I, in fact, you know what? I, I believe I've said it multiple times. I do not trust him with this. Battlestar Galactica. It's one of... All right, I'll, I'll, I'll throw you some, some topics that Battlestar Galactica has to deal with. All right? And this is why... All right. Doing it... Making it a movie is a bad idea for starters because the Battlestar Galactica story is an odyssey. It is a grinding tale of survival. You are slowly, slowly losing your sanity Losing your fuel, losing your food, losing your people, losing your hope, losing your trust. You're losing slowly, little by little. Every episode, they lost something. They lost something. The only thing they had was each other. And still, they couldn't, they didn't know if they could trust each other because they didn't know who was a fucking Cylon and who wasn't. So, doing it, doing it in a long series, it makes sense. It's perfect. Every episode, you can deal with a little bit of it, a little bit of the issues, and then they can get bigger and bigger and bigger and you can start feeling the claustrophobia of living in a fucking ship and you start going crazy and then it, you you start dealing with with other issues for example one of my favorite episodes is there's there they one of the ships because they 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 start you know collecting you know survivors from other ships and or ships that they were stranded during the attack and they they need protection so they go where the galactica is and one of those is a fuel refinery and so they need that fuel refinery refinery for fuel. They need to fuel up all the ships in in their their little fleet to survive. Well, that means that the people who worked on that oil refi- on that refinery ship or that fuel refinery ship have to work 24/7 365. And I know that doesn't count 365 when you're in space whatever. The point is they had to work all day every day. They didn't get any breaks ever. Nobody. And so these people are start going crazy. They're like, "Fuck!" Like we we were walking nonstop. We're probably the most important people here because without fuel, we can't survive, and we're not getting. We don't get any rest. We don't get any, so you enter into workers' union stuff, and at the same time, the 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 military is like, "Yeah, well, we kind of have guns, so you do what we want to do." And also, we're risking our fucking lives out there fighting fucking silence when they come out of here, and you're complaining about having being here to work and shit, and so. You, the, the, there's there's different bands that starts forming. There's a whole bunch of religious stuff that's super interesting that I won't get into. It is a highly interesting show. It is great. It is great. I again, I could not recommend it enough. But again, you need a long period of time for those things start to settle. For working nonstop to start to settle. For 
uh, being stuck in the same spot to start to settle. You need to. The, it's a slow burn for a lot of things, even though they're under fire pretty much the whole time. Well, not the whole time, but most of the time. And even when they have uh, t- room to breathe, they're not comfortable breathing because they don't know when they're gonna if if they're if they've been infiltrated from the inside. It's a high. It's the tension is so high, so high, and high tension works really well in the long period because it starts driving you crazy and you're tense and you enjoy it. Because you're watching great performances and a great story develop. You can't do that in a film. All right, you can, but it's not the same effect. It's going to be too short. You're going to have to cut too many of the main characters. You're not really going to get to care enough about them. Here, again, the the big issue here is that there's only like 50,000 humans left. Every single life counts. And there's the, and you're trying to make sure that those every single one of those survives because... We need genetic diversity in order to survive, in order for the species to survive. But first off, you kind of need to survive in order for them to, in order to make more humans and to have a period where you could actually start making more humans. So again, tension's really high. Stakes, super high. Humanity itself, it is at stake. So again, please stay in production hell, please, or fire this guy. This is a bad idea. Cause you know why it's a bad idea? You know why hiring this guy was a bad idea? Because unfortunately, he's proven that he can get things done as a producer. As a producer, he's made movies. Uh, he's gotten them done. Big projects, big budgets. He's gotten them done. And they've been complete and total garbage. Honestly. I I, I said this on my podcast, on the uh, on the air. Well, I said it. Do not watch Dark Phoenix. It is a waste of your money. A P1, a listener. Saw it. Afterwards, he was like, fuck, I should have listened to you. I wasted my money. I wanted that to be back. I heard that several times. People afterwards watched it for free because, you know, yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life is for me. And they were like, fuck, I wasted an hour of my life. Well, yeah, I don't know if they finished it. Like an hour and a half of my life. Dude makes garbage. Here's the problem. He gets it done. <laughs> All right? That's the scary thing. You know, um... It's it's more than a useful idiot. It's what a competent idiot. Is that the problem? Yeah, he's competent enough to get it done, but uh, he makes he's just uh, not not talented enough to make it special. I don't know. At least that's again based off of his body of work and the franchises that he's worked on before. Franchises that I know quite well. Not the man for the job. So Universal, just keep things in production hell or just scrap the whole thing. Honestly, it'd be better. The, this shows it's it's perfect. You know, just re-air it. Just re-air it. People will love it. We're, we're streaming. Again, I can highly recommend it, but that's it. That's it. Now, honestly, that's uh, that's that's where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop today. I'm just... I'm hoping... that uh, It sucks because I want more Battlestar Galactica, but fortunately, I can just go back to Battlestar Galactica and I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I just hope this doesn't happen. I hope this doesn't get made. I hope it's done. Or they get somebody else who's better. Maybe. Maybe. It depends if they get somebody better, but we'll see. Usually it doesn't happen. Anyway, that's it for today. As always, any comments, questions, or suggestions, you can find me at Dario on Instagram, at Super Dario World. Streaming on Twitch and on YouTube, at Super Dario World. Like, subscribe, and all that stuff. I appreciate it. As always, thank you for listening, and I'll see you again next time. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.